We are here today my, with my co-host, Miss Francine Gregory, and our hosts of the day, Miss Q the Brand. And we are so pleased to have her with us. <laughs> we will be talking marketing, but sure it's shortly. But before we begin, we want to remind you that this is a no-sell promotion zone. We'd like you to refrain from promoting your goods and services during the course of the blab unless we ask you what it is you do, and we'll probably ask you to take a seat at that time and share with us. In the interim, I want you to be aware that we're here because we want to help you run a profitable business that's fun to run. So we're going to be providing information, and we hope that you will join us in the chat or perhaps even take a seat. And we do have Theo in the house, which is also one of our infamous friends on this chat and often a co-host. So I hope he'll be taking a seat. In the interim, I want to introduce this summer, present to others, the infamous Miss Q, the brand. Welcome. Thank you, thank you, ladies. Hi, Fran, hi, Terry. Hi, everyone. Thank you. Happy Monday. I always look forward to spending Monday mornings with you all. We, we look forward to spending it with you. I'm always learning, I love communication, so it's <laughs> favorite part of the day. Yes, yes. So um, I, for those of you who don't know who are new, I, I see some new faces. Hello to those that um, come on every single Monday. Uh, I, we appreciate you. Uh, my name is Q. I'm the founder of Q the Brand, and I have a, a full service marketing company really focused on, um, you know, communication with a strategy. And and I uh, was the creator of Marketing Therapy, which was a weekly show here on Blab. Um, it took a hiatus and these lovely ladies um, decided to take me in, take me in astray and uh, <laughs> give me Mondays to, uh, to talk about marketing therapy because it is so important. And so the, the whole mission of marketing therapy is to inspire real and effective communication. So uh, that is what we are here for. And so the topic today is really about the sad Orlando shooting and media. Mm. So, you know, definitely praying for those in Orlando. Um, but in, you know, I, I don't actually consume a lot of content and in terms of, you know, how to do social media. I mean, I've been doing this long enough where it's like I'm kind of creating that content, like in the form of marketing therapy. Um, but I, cr I, I consume the content of other people and, and regular users. It gives me a better understanding of how to push out and create my content and, and, mm -hmm. and advise those of my clients. So with that being said, it was uh, crazy. Did you ladies, like, were you watching what people were saying about this, this whole Orlando thing yesterday? It was a lot. I was looking at it on TV more so than on my phone. Okay. I was using my phone and a lot yesterday. Does, does anybody in chat not know what happened in Orlando? Because it is possible. <laughs> it is true because I had not heard it until um, I had not heard it until later uh, this uh, yesterday in the afternoon. And Mary yeah, says, okay. you know, she doesn't keep up with the news. So, yeah, no, and that's why I was doing Q News, which was my daily news show that I think I need to bring back because you know it's it's so hard. Um, the media manipulation, which is the reason why I started the news show, is why people are, are kind of keeping away from the news, but they don't get, you know, caught up on current events. But then it also, you know, creates this, these sort of ignorant posts 
And I understand your Facebook page is your Facebook page. You can say whatever the heck you want. Mm -hmm. However, um, everyone can be an influencer in one shape, in one way or another. And so if you are voicing your opinion, what it does is it, in, you know, impacts or it could change other people's opinion of the situation. So, um, you know, just a, a brief overview. We had uh, someone, a man who um, purchased weapons legally, lives in the United States, called 911, Orlando, Florida, called 911, pledged his allegiance to um, the Islamic State, and then opened fire in a, uh, in a gay nightclub. And, and killed like 51 people or so. And he had a bunch of like 30 plus people held hostage and there could have been more casualties, but the police created their own kind of exit, their own door and, and saved those hostages, which was so great. Um, but the problem with this is that it, it, there was an uproar by many people and people either made it about gun control or they made it about hate crimes and LGBT or it was about terrorism. And then I even saw one lady talk about um, what, what did she talk about? Yeah. Race, race was a thing, but she talked about borders like, um, what, what, she, like, um, what, what am I talking what about here? This? Like built, built um, not fences, like border control. Immigration. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like border control. I'm like lady, um, ISIS, right. There's somewhere else, not on the Mexican border oh, so, you mean. <laughs> or the Canada border. Like, that's not going to <laughs> do That's anything. It. Yeah. So, but you know, people just wanted to, to pick fights or voice their opinion. And I'm like, here's what this does, right? This is the, the long and short of it. We're, and I, I'm not trying to get into politics. I will get into, um, you know, that the whole communication aspect of it, but this is important. So, you know, what this really showed me was that we're not united as a country at all. Like people want to want to talk about affecting change, but we all can't even agree what the real problem was. Okay. Right. And it's obvious because I'm watching what people are saying and I'm like, really border control. Really? That has nothing to do with this situation. Nothing. <laughs> just all people are just all over the place. They are all over the place. But so is, I guess, so evidently, so is our knowledge base, evidently. <laughs> so just because you have a platform to say something doesn't mean you need to always open your mouth. You don't yeah. always have to talk. Gather the facts before you say something. Oh, wait, think before you speak. It is better, what did they say? It's better to um, not speak and be thoughtful than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. How does that, <laughs> how does that well, quote? Look, people, people are talking about now we're, you know, now we're talking about marketing and brand and we are, but it's definitely important to know, like, I don't want to just jump into this and people are like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. So mm -hmm. my point is that, this type of communication, number one, you have to be careful because as I was posting for my clients, um, you know, and, and I know a lot of social marketers who just post and they don't keep in mind the brand that they're representing. They, they see that people are saying, pray for Orlando and they have LGBT flags, right? And so they think, okay, it's cool. Well, what about the owner of that business, 
Like I have so many different people that I represent. And I know I have one lady who is incredibly religious. And Mm -hmm. while I don't think that she has anything against the LGBT community, it's not something that she wants to put out there and promote. Correct. You know, and, and so the, the post I did for her brand was without the, the LGBT colors or flag or whatnot. And then on the flip side, we have this guy from Canada who wants to be very like PC mm-hmm, mm-hmm. state the facts, not a lot about his um, you know, his opinion about the situation. He just wants to talk about the facts and the event and we're sorry. Right. Um, but there are other brands that I'm able to, we're, we're all about the communities and reaching out to the various types. And so I was able to talk about it from, you know, we're sorry for what happened to the LGBT community mm-hmm. and understanding that about not, maybe you're not representing other brands. Maybe you're just representing yourself. Do you know where you stand? And do you understand that if you post something with the LGBT flag, even though you are talking about something that happened and affected this group of people, will you be okay if someone comes to you and says, well, so you support the LGBT or you support, you know, do you support hate crimes? Do you support this? I mean, this is a real thing. There are, and I've talked about this before, there are challenges or consequences that come along with posting things. Is everyone following me so far? Yes. Yes. So this is not about, I'm not trying to go into the political side, but I'm trying to go into what happens in a, a, a time of crisis and what are you supposed to do about it? What are you supposed to post? How are you supposed to represent yourself or represent others? Okay. This is because (laughs) well, but it makes a point though because people don't take the time to think about all that. The repercussions of what we say, the repercussions of how we say it, where we say it, and to whom we say it. Correct. Just because Mm. something's trending doesn't mean that you can handle the person behind all the content that you can handle what's going to come next. So it's important that if you share, even if you share somebody else's post, if it's coming from a particular group or, or, or whatnot, um, you know, it's, it's, um, it's important to know where that comes from. And, and here in the chat, we have be true, be you from you. Absolutely. But people will own that type of mentality and then there will be these consequences that they don't think about. Mm. Um, so Mary says, yes, because I wasn't sure how to address it. I didn't. And, and it's, you know, and I'm not saying this about you, Mary, but if big brands like say they posted something about selling something for this next week and they didn't actually address the issue at hand or address these, um, you know, this particular event, they would be shown or seen as in- insensitive. Uh, yeah. Yes. So silence is also very loud. So this is all I I just, I kind of want to, you know, bring these types of things to everyone's attention and, and, and consider um, the challenges or consequences from, from posting in general, or especially in a time of crisis. Definitely. Some people thought it was, it was about the politics of it, but it was, I was trying to show more about like, what did I see and why? A lot of these were public posts, 
right? A, a lot of these are like share with friends of friends, which is pretty much public, even though you think like your 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 page is you know shut down. But if if say you're you're working for a big company that's you know doesn't like to to have like political stuff, um, you can have. Um, you know, someone from HR who could be a friend of your friend who ends up seeing your post and you can get trouble for that. So whatever you put out on the internet, it's just important to consider what it's, what it's really saying. Can someone jump onto your Twitter page and know what you're about and know what you stand for and not misconstrue the last thing you tweeted or posted? Mm. Like, yeah. and that's what I was just talking to an artist and uh, a musical artist here on, on and he, he's big on Periscope and he's been posted. This is his full time gig. And what I said to him is that, you know, he's like, why, why have I hit a plateau? Why, why aren't you know, people not following me anymore? And I said, because what you're doing is you're catering to your current audience, but you're not catering to a new audience. So if people come to you, you're not you're not getting, getting their attention within the first two milliseconds of them, you know, coming to your page. You're not. But you're 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 definitely caring and, and taking care of your your current people, but not gaining interest of new people. So, um, you know that's that's definitely um, Theo says some brands are expected to be heard from, others take advantage of the opportunity to mm -hmm. trend. Um, I I agree, Theo. I for me, I I did post about it from all of my clients because. Number one, we post on a daily basis. And number two, I don't want people to think that we're not sensitive to this because it was such a big event. Mm. You know, we I, I don't want to be selling coffee at my coffee shop or selling real estate. I mean, this, this is an important thing that we almost it affects us all. Right. And there's there's things that we can learn. And that kind of brings me into my second point of. What I, what I preach about is not only posting and sharing and what it looks like, but getting to know the audience, consistently like getting to know and re-getting to know the people that follow you. And that way you, you know who your, who your audience is and, and, and what they want to hear or don't want to hear. Um, what I was watching when people were responding to this event and responding to the posts that I have, it shows me who is really on board with my thinking or who is like off the wall crazy <laughs> off the wall whoa okay well like like the border lady right i'm like why are we friends i'm sorry but <laughs> it's really hard for me not to judge you on that one because that has nothing okay. to do gotcha. with the situation uh, right friend <laughs> i get it I was muted because my dog was barking, but that's true because you now you'll know people by how they speak. Mm -hmm. We know Q because we know we hear her heart because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So mm -hmm. when people start talking and you start listening and by the way, your post is what's actually in your heart. Mm. So if you keep seeing that or you keep, you start looking at people like, what's wrong with this person or, Oh yeah, I get them. Because mm -hmm. it's their I'm voice. Not, I'm not saying like unfriend the people that don't agree with you. I'm just saying it kind of like if, if I'm sick and I'm having to go to the ER and I post about it and I don't get any calls or any, any other messages. Right. It's like, I put it out there. Don't, don't tell me you didn't know. Right. Especially if you liked the post. 
So it, it, in a time of my crisis, it, it shows me who's really got my back. Do you need something Q? Are you okay? Are you going for surgery? Like, you know, and, and this is kind of like that, right? Who is willing to open up and say, man, just this sucks. I pray for Orlando, no matter what group it's for. It's, it happened in our soil. It's, it's like, you're just willing to talk about it. Like Theo says, one way to post about issues like this, is highlight other organizations whose job it is to talk about these issues. That's, that's great, you know, feedback as well. But I can't tell you how many private messages I got yesterday about Q. How do you feel about this? Mm. Like, should I post, I really, really want to say something. And then I get this long Facebook message and like, can I post this? Is this, is this okay? Do you think it'll cause some you know problems for me? And so I got a lot of that. And, and people are looking to a lot of us to get an idea of, of how to feel and how to think about certain situations. Mm -hmm. and, and that's the power of communication. That's that weapon of, of communication. I talk about all the time. Uh, you have the ability to make an impact in people's lives, positive, or negative and don't spread ignorance right if you can help it um, <laughs> so um, don't don't do that and and I'll, I'll give you an example um, there was a tweet that p was put out about um, finally there you know these people are are shooting uh, what did they say there was like they're, they're shooting people that deserve it or something like that it was it was a horrible post Right. It, it, but it created more hate in the sense mm -hmm. of, um, you know, now, now we're, um, yeah, Mary, I don't know if you're following my Facebook page or we're friends. It says Florida pulse gay club attacked. I'm so happy someone decided to start shooting perverts instead of innocent people. Now, Seriously? yes. Wow. So what I, what I did, is I posted about that. I'm like, really people? Wow. And, but I posted a whole bunch of stuff. And then I, finally I was like, we're, we're clearly not united as a country on what the, what, why this was even happening and what the real issue is and not about politics. It's like, is it about the gays? Is it about the, you know, uh, ISIS? Is it about terrorism? And, and so it was part of the, it was part of the bigger picture, right? Uh, for my, on my, on my page. If you went to my Facebook page, you can see that that's not the only thing I posted about it. And a good friend of mine who's known me for a good eight years, um, she said, why even repost that and spread that sort of hate? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, number one, you know me and you know that I don't spread hate. Number two, if you saw the bigger picture and, and went back to my page and saw what I, that I posted more about this stuff, you would see that I was trying to raise awareness for like, stop doing this. This isn't about, you know, I got an email from moveon.org like minutes after this whole thing happened that says, let's get, you know, laws up on gun control. Let's start signing petitions. And I'm like, this is insane. You know, and, and so talk about using an opportunity, Theo, and, and, you know, jumping on, on some sort of communication bandwagon to get attention and I'm not saying gun gun control and gun laws aren't important. I'm saying timing is everything in a, in a time of crisis. And using something like social media, it's like, what what is this portraying? And I'll admit, I probably should have written something more than really people. Wow. For the people that would just see that post. But I followed it up with, you know, with something about, look, it's 
we need to get united if, if anything, if we want anything to happen. But we really need to take the opportunity to reflect on this event before we start moving forward. Mm. Yeah, I, I think that um, as a whole, our communication skills are lacking. We don't think before we speak as a whole. And we don't think things through. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and thinking through should include, you know, what we're saying, how we're saying it, how it could be portrayed by someone getting half of our information. I mean, another thing like on Facebook, you know, it only shows like if you write a long post, it'll only show, um, you know, a part of it and it'll say read more. Yes. So in that beginning part, you have to make sure that you're not portraying something that could be misinterpreted because people won't always click read more. No. And people don't always get sarcasm. They don't always get satire. They don't always, you know, inference uh, or a, a lead in that then, like you said, the rest of it, we never get to. And, oh, wow. They're feeling like that but they were going to quantify it or qualify it later in the conversation. Okay. I like what Leon says. If you're in doubt, ask first. But like um, a lot of companies should have done what some accused companies have done. Go talk to the PR person before you open your mouth. Or yes. let the um, PR person speak for you. That's what they're hired to do. They, they exactly. know how to respond. Yes. And, and I will add again, most people are not like me who do social marketing with a PR and business background. So they'll, they'll, like I said, they'll jump on the trending, they'll jump on sharing what other people are saying. But, um, you know, the media, and I'm not getting political again, people, but the media started talking about automatic weapons and semi-automatic weapons and that this is the largest, you know, shooting in U.S. history, keep but it's that. actually not. Right. And other media outlets share other media outlets. And to, to talk mm -hmm. about automatic weapons and semi-automatic weapons, they're legal. Like the ban on, on automatic weapons, you know, mm -hmm. fell through in 2004. Mm -hmm. So some people are like, they're not even legal. And and we just start going to all these places that I don't know. I mean, that we're talking about the issue. Right. What is the bigger issue? There are always more than one issue to talk about. There's mm -hmm. always more than one issue to talk about. But again, the, from the PR perspective, I'm like, please don't give me something where I got to go, you know, do crisis management on you too. Because, <laughs> you know, in a time of crisis of like a, a national crisis, it can get so bad. Mm. So, so yeah. bad. It, it, it can get really ugly. Um, I, I, my husband gets on me because I analyze everything. I'm like, why did they cut that? Why did they cut that shot right there mm. instead of playing the entire piece? Yeah. So I don't take news. I take news with a grain of salt because other people are like, yes, I heard it on the news. I'm like, whatever. We can make it say what we want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Edit it just the right way. Make it say what you want. And, yeah. and so I need to hear the entire conversation. Exactly. I can't do part way. So um, we need to understand that the media, we talked about this today um, here at home, the media wields a very powerful weapon. Mm -hmm. They will take you down. 
They can raise you up and it's not pretty. But if we put as much weight on social media and social marketing as um, regular media, I think people would be doing it a little differently. I, um, I was kicked out of a restaurant once um, and, and it for my ex actually, you know, having a bad experience. And I knew the reporter that picked up this story. And literally the shots that he took, the way he pieced together the story was that I was causing, that I was disrupting the restaurant. And then like, and then I got hate mail, you know, from people saying like, man, like you, you should know better. You know, you were causing a disruption. I didn't, I was not the one with the experience, but because I am, I, I'm, I'm someone with a following and I am in, um, I have a food blog and that's like people come to me about what restaurants I should and should not eat at, you know, people, I was a target, but I got so mad at this reporter. I'm like, we are friends and you piece this story together to make me look like such a horrible person, you know, and think about it. The equivalent of that is that that whole read more part. When you post something and people only read the first sentences as they're scrolling through their Twitter feed, Instagram feed, Facebook feed, whatever it is, or Snapchat, they listen to your first snap, but they don't listen to your, you know, the rest of the snap story to kind of get the full idea. I mean, people could change their opinion about you in 10 seconds or less. That's something. And it's, it's amazing just what a little bit a little bit of a little few words can cause some damage because most people, like you said, well, I don't normally eat more. I, I don't, I know I should, but if yeah. I'm interested, I will dig deeper and read more, but I want, we live in the headlines. <laughs> yes, we do. Which is why I had a headline show. That was all we needed to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, for those of you here in the, live on Blab and in the chat, can you please put a one in the chat if you create content for yourself or other people? Or two if you don't. Just curious. So we got a lot of people who create this content. Now, do you, we're going to use other numbers. We're going to do three and four. Um, three, if you pay attention to the first few lines of what you're writing or really pay attention to your copy or four, if you just post to get it done and say like, okay, check it off my mm. list. I posted today and be honest, won't judge you. But if I go back to the artist that I was telling you, I spoke to, he is trying to streamline and you know, he's so post about, yeah, Cliffy, I can't get you out of trouble anymore. <laughs> just kidding. He's, He's a good guy. Um, so, you know, I, he, he just wants to check it off his list. And I'm like, that's so antisocial. Um, I'm not judging. I just need to understand what, 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 you know, what people are doing here and, and where they're coming from. Um, because if everyone said four, then I would change the conversation <laughs> to be more about like, hey, let's consider caring or, you know, about our copy a little bit more, right? But because we got threes, I know people are on it, right? Now I don't have to talk about that. I don't like to talk about things that people already know. Like I'm never going to tell you about Facebook 101. Okay. So that's, you know, that's the moral of the story. And we'll, we'll open up the seats here. I know a couple of people want to jump in, but the moral of the story is, yes, I sounded political for 2.5 seconds. And what's really interesting are the people that said, okay, I'm out. They, they right? did. 
Because they didn't stay. What was the guy, the rest of the story? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You have to hear the whole conclusion of the matter. You can't just assume where we're going. Exactly. I mean, this is... I, I, I know I'm talking about, okay, the first two sentences and pay attention, but this is not a Facebook post. This is a whole show that we are dedicating to, to speaking about a particular topic. So without a backstory and, you know, from where I'm coming from, I just came in here and said, I want to talk about, you know, talking about this crisis. I don't think you would have gotten the effects or, or the, the, the passion or the emphasis behind this topic if I didn't tell you about what I saw. Then everybody interpreted it as political and they got scared and they're like, nope. And this is why we can't get anything done because people are scared to talk about it. But then, you know, there will be one topic, one particular subject with these kind of people. Yes, I'm, you know, putting them in a box. This group of people, the quiet ones, they will go off. There's something that will always make them go off, like one particular subject area. And what happens is that they're, they've spent so much time being DC or ignoring situations mm -hmm. that when they do go off, that's when they get in trouble because they found something that they're willing to finally speak up about. And it's all the wrong things. They say. All mm. Yep. Sorry. I was like, I'm getting rid of the dog. I think this is very good conversation. It's not um, all fun and games because the situation at hand uh, was very tragic. But we do need to talk about it. And we need to talk about what happens when social media gets involved with it. Um, like stuff happened in Boston. I was like, how are y'all just running with this and nobody's checking stuff? Mm. Everybody's running with it. Well, Cliff said, this is why I love... Um Blab-esque platforms, um, or pl Blab-esque. Okay, um, as opposed to post and run, you have a longer attention to store the story in general. But you know, Cliff, it works the same way. People were here because they're here on Mondays. They didn't hear the rest of what I had to say, and they were like, "Peace out." Too political for me. And this is not a political show. And you know that I can get political, but. I, I'm sitting here talking about the consequences of saying something and not saying something in a time of crisis. Because a lot of people, like Mary, she wanted to say something, but she's just like, I, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna stay not quiet. Sure. Which, exactly. Which is fine. This is fine. It's better to to be quiet if you had to pick one, as opposed to saying something that could get you in some trouble. Um, Theo says, I think social media helps to desensitize people in these situations. They happen so often now that people are going on, well, now I got to change my profile. And you don't know why you're changing it because everybody's changing their profile picture. Well, I, I had a guy that said, well, where are the, where are the, the covers for the profile pics? They didn't happen quick enough. And I'm like, <laughs> really? Because that's that that that's where you're going with this and that was that was what he said like that was the only message that he put out there about the event mm -hmm. you know he's just like i wish people would you know you know think about the real story and 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 come on where are the the facebook uh, profile pic overlays and it it's it's stuff like that you know and 
if you're working for someone, you're a vendor, you work for a corporation, you're a, um, you know, you're a, an entrepreneur, you have your own brand, or you're just a, have a personal brand, it's important to kind of make sure, like, is this a good representation of me? Because you never know what, you know, a lot, we're in the day and age where people start businesses, you know, they start selling all sorts of things, all kinds of things. And it's like, we are in a time where people will one day go from working at a company. What are you saying about yourself? Because people can go back. This is the internet. Uh huh. That's true. And, and just because you don't own a business now, you know, you might later. And, and it's important to just kind of make sure um, that you're, you, you know, you're considering what, um, what's going up. So what a business should need to do is have their employees refrain from posting, talking anti while being the face or working within the business. So I don't think that, and Thea says there's no way to manage that. I, I don't think that we should go to the extreme of not posting because then people are going to post behind your back and you're not going to have any control. There are other ways as a brand to provide people with options of things to say. That's what brands don't do. You should encourage your employees to post within these parameters. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because some of them have to get something out, right? But at least if they're choosing one of your options, like, okay, controlled messages, and they're not misrepresenting your brand. And they can always say something else in the comments and screw it up. But, you know, at least you're doing your job as a, as a you know, representing the brand and, and giving them the tools to try and avoid conflict or, you know, um, any, you know, consequences. Um, we have... And then I'll unlock the seat. Do you think it's more important to be a likable, profitable brand or to be in integrity with your values and core beliefs? Um, I think that there's a happy medium. I don't like extreme because in the same sense, values and core beliefs, I know a ton of CEOs that are a media crisis waiting to happen. <laughs> Right. So I, a lot of the times I'm like, please, CEO, keep to yourself. Right. There are so I know people that that are um, that represent CEOs online because they're trouble. They have to get that message controlled like and they still have their essence, but their their sarcasm and their side comments that are, you know, sometimes could be misconstrued as hurtful or, or you know, prejudice like or racist even, you know, keep that to yourself please. So I, you know, and they would, they would say, well, those are my values and core beliefs. You have to stick to what are the values and core beliefs of the brand? Correct. Okay. And, and, and make sure that if you're, if you're portraying a value and core belief of a brand that is racist or prejudiced or, you know, all about conflict, well, then you got a bigger problem than what you should be, you know, posting but likable and profitable well you kind of have to do that to stay in business so you know i i believe there that there has to be a happy medium so i'm also going to unlock the seat if anyone wants to take a seat join in the conversation i'd love to 
I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. And for those of you that just joined us, welcome, welcome, Ariel. Great to see you. Um, and and Pamela, this hopefully. I mean, are you guys liking the subject? I know it's a little serious, but you know how I roll. <laughs> should, be, should be doing work that is in alignment with their core belief. Oh, you think? Um, be more LLC. Maybe they should be doing work with, that's you would think, right? But look, a lot of people haven't done the work um, to figure out what that is. I know, I mean, back in the day, as in like five or more years ago, you could literally just start a company and, and not have to do the discovery and the foundational work about brands and mission and value and, and all this stuff because it was all about the product. I bring the artist I was just speaking to because it just, you know, we just had this conversation and he's like, the music that I'm creating and that other artists are creating are more of a marketing piece. And when before it used to be about the music and now it's about the people behind the music. Most people are not creating records anymore. They're creating singles and, and every it's like, it's like getting a new client every month, right? Like you, you have a business where you're a project based you know, company. And so you got to get in that business every single month for an artist. It's like, how much music can you produce to get yourself the attention that you need so that people follow you and buy your stuff anyway, just because they like you, not because it's about the music. Yes. Um, let's see. If you look at the current political climate, racism towards one another has climbed to all time highs. This is causing a spillover to work and personal life. Absolutely. This is why I am, um, know saying that it, the people that represent the brand in terms of marketing or PR person or hire someone at a time of crisis um, you know really need to kind of help you shape that message they need to give their employees and the people that could potentially make an impact on the brand tools so that they don't screw it all up because so. it, it, even somebody that's, you know, in, in the case of we represent a lot of churches and things and the news media, every time something happens, they go to the worst person that they could ask about it. And the, that person was standing on the sidelines, had nothing to do with anything, but they're going to go talk to them just because they go to the church. It's like, oh, my gosh, why are you? They don't care. They want a reaction. They want, um, and they're not talking to people who have any um, vested interest in the in the organization or a part of the organization. They're just talking to somebody that may not even go to the church. They may just attend it and getting an opinion about an organization. I was like, really? Well, part of this, the, the foundational work needs to be protocols. And, and uh, you know, a lot of the people I work with, they're like, why are we doing this? And I'm like, how many times do we hear of a crisis, even if it's not that big, like people make it into a crisis and then they look to you as like, okay, well, what do you think about it as a, as a business? The other part of that is mm -hmm. someone within your organization that's louder than the brand itself, kind of like what mm -hmm. you're saying, they're going to go to that person. So you have to instill this protocol that it's like, okay, person, you could get to this point. But anything after that, you have to turn it over or we can, you know, there are consequences to you, right? Exactly. Because yep. talk about canon that I don't need as a PR person, right? 
No, and now you have to go clean it all up after somebody has said something that didn't even represent the company, but the news media took it and ran with it. Yeah, and um, hi, Kate. Welcome. So I want to um, talk about what Kevin is saying. So Kevin says, take Trump folks, their, um, take their cue from him as a brand. And if he says, does it, then it must be okay. As a business, it's, it starts top down. Exactly. So protocols, foundational stuff. But let's, let's take Trump, for example. Not, not to be political, just a great case study. Okay. Trump, up yes. to this point... It was, I have to say, because people just, they're like, oh, know, he's it's going to go south. <laughs> go ahead. It's not, though. It's a case study. Okay. Um, so yes. he, there was an announcement from one of his writers that said, you're going to hear a different Trump now. You're going to hear him talking more about, like, the like instead of putting On people message. in boxes in groups, it, it will be about more about America and, and more applicable reaching more audiences, the Latino community, X, Y, Z. Okay. That's a huge problem because it now sounds that it's, he's not authentic because you got to mm-hmm. get a guy to come on and say, expect this from Trump because I wrote it because our advisors told, you know, told him he needs to, to be different. And so, man, like this should have been part of a bigger strategy because that'll hurt him. He thinks he's going to be more, you know, approachable and X, Y, Z, but he's not because this isn't authentic. This is not who we know him to be. This, this whole like authentic Trump or, or whatever should have happened long before he started running for office. Yes. And he didn't consult. Well, maybe he did. I don't probably said, I don't know if that's a bad idea. (laughs) I don't know if he said anything to anybody before he started talking. Go consult with someone on the best way to uh, approach. They did not call Q. Do you understand? He didn't call you. Everybody needs to have somebody to bounce something off of before you just start opening your mouth. But that's, that's where we're at in social media. That's where we're at. Don't tell me my my Instagram, my Facebook, my Twitter account is private. Okay? Screenshots exist for a reason. Yes. Okay? Like, you know. Um, does anyone want to take a seat? We have a few more minutes. Yes. Yes. It, it has to be part of the marketing plan. Like, that. Yeah. that's why I always come at it, like, from a business foundational, you know, strategy before I even go like it doesn't matter my coffee shop client he was like why are we doing this I said well who are you and what are you about and what are your employees about and and why I'm hiring you to you know to to post on social media and I'm like no I can't do that I refuse to put my name on something if like I can send people your way but if I don't know that you have a good foundation that you can handle the influx of people that will come through your door that's going to be more work for me. I'm going to charge you more <laughs> because you're going to give me more work, mm. right? Because I can send you people, yes. but if you have poor customer service or, you know, you don't know how to treat people from social media and make them feel special and all that, well, forget it. I'm done. I'm out. I can't. Yeah. I can't. That's what a lot of companies want you to do. Okay. Make me look good online, but 
but when we I throw the ball to your you, personality and what happens when your values are really exposed it's like that's not uh, what I the brand said I, I, I get to know these people. I joke around like I'm in a bunch of marriages because I literally have to be accessible to them. They have to be accessible to me. And I have to get to know them if I'm going to be them online. And sometimes I'm like, okay, cool. It's great that you think that way. But you're going to go ahead and keep that one to yourself. And instead, <laughs> this is what you're going to be. Because I don't want that. Like nobody wants to hear that. And they don't want the feedback. They really, they, they're not even anticipating what that feedback's going to be. The blowback will be something. Yeah. Oh, that got Clift come in. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Mary to honey people. Cliff. We have the mayor in the house. Happy. Can you What's hear me? What's happening, Cliff? How you doing? Good. Can you guys hear me okay? Yep. Yes. Actually. Um, you well. Yeah, thanks uh, for letting me on for the last few minutes. Um, I was considering it. I, yeah, I know, I know. It's always always a double-edged sword with me, whether or not it's worth it. <laughs> um, never know what he's going to say. I've only been here about 20, 30 minutes or so, and, and I appreciate the conversations. It's, it's a hard day uh, for humanity, I think, and in, in certainly the U.S. and the gay community, everybody else. I mean, I, I didn't even know this was going on until last night. Somebody said, uh, what about Orlando? I said, well, I heard one person, you know, this woman got shot on the voice or something in Florida. And then they said, no, 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 no. You missed the whole day. And it was interesting because I was coming somewhere uh, out of Boston or something and saw a late, late night um a, a bulletin board that changes. You talk about the media change uh, coming out of Boston that changes on by the minute. And it said Orlando strong. And I'm like, the heck is going on? And that was late Saturday night before midnight. So mm -hmm. something, something, I, I knew something weird was happening, uh, but I didn't, you know, I just disconnect from the media so much. The only time I get news is when I re remote into my other clients' computers and they happen to have, you know, one of the screens up for uh, one of the news services. Anyway, so th this is a great conversation and it's something that needs to go on. People don't um, talk about stuff enough that's uncomfortable like this. And I'm not talking about the incident as much as the impact, what it means, it, you know, are more people gonna go toward the Trump side of thinking uh, uh, and say, look, we need to wall these people take guns or add more guns or, you know, all of this kind of stuff starts. And, and, and it really is, uh, if you, if I boiled it down last night as I was going to sleep and I said, what's, what's the drive? What, and I'm not talking about the individual who's, who's not well and, and they go do something like this. What's the point and so on forth. And what I came up with was the, the Trump esque kind of attitude uh, that that is running fervent now and will run more fervent because of this kind of a thing. It may have spawned this, that the more you talk about it and the more you say, hey, we should wall people off from each other, segregate, put them in boxes, put up walls so, you know, around us physically or emotionally and, and make them higher every day. This is the kind of stuff for me that that then reinforces, like you guys were talking about, the, the, that it's okay, that this is the way we should be, that we need more walls uh, and, and not less. And I disagree 110% with that. I think that we need to tear down the walls, realize we're all the same, or no matter what's going on, and the radicalism will drop from every angle because there's no reason for it because the walls are gone. Like, what, what do we have in common as opposed to what don't we have in common? Or what, what are these differences between us that, uh, that we have to accentuate and make larger uh, than they are. Um, so I, I, that's my overarching thinking about it. 
well, if that resonates with you guys or absolutely i mean it's it's definitely what we're talking about but to um to reassure people that this is not just about politics yes i'm going to keep saying it because now i'm just making fun of everybody um for being too too sensitive to this stuff i mean this is a real thing like you have to care at this point you got to care yeah. and 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 what what cliff is talking about is it could be equally translated into how we respond and maybe I should have started this whole marketing therapy with like, okay, this is about responding to crises. How should we, should we, you know, and, and where should we do it? And, and, you know, what's the best way and, and how should we react to other people who are responding? Because uh-huh. I think that the way people respond to the crises is, is going to really, um, Absolutely, we have to frame the discussion properly. And and um, like Cliff said, this is this is a, a very emotional time. And and I know that we had the LGBT in Phoenix had a vigil last night. I mean, they came together like that, right? And um, we have the you know the communication boards in Boston um, talking about Orlando. But you know, we have the opportunity of like, where is this conversation going to go? And that happens not necessarily from the big outlets. But on a smaller scale is how these individuals like ourselves respond. And what do we yeah. put out there? And sometimes even the one pray for Orlando, depending on what graphic you put up, just to kind of bring it all the way back home, is will, you know, will cause some discussion or cause people to interpret your values and beliefs and who you support. So Right. And Patricia says, you know, sometimes when Trump speaks, because he's in a position of, of uh, um, spotlight right now, uh, and, and, and just because I have to reframe the idea that when we talk about Trump, we're talking about politics, just because there is a person like him in a high level spotlight does not mean it's political. It means we have somebody that we can use as you call them. You can call it a litmus test. You can call it a, a case study. And he's a case. I mean, he really is an extremist in his own way. And, and yeah, I understand. And we all, you know, all of us, all, all of us understand that he's hitting a nerve. And this kind of a situation yeah. can go one way or the other. And, and there are three responses you can have to something like Orlando situation. Um, one, you can be outraged about the, the illness that, that, pervades that, that this radicalism or whatever it is, or just somebody going in and doing something like this just, just tears us apart as humans, it should. Or you can put your head in the sand like a lot of people do. And this is not a judgment. This is just the way people have to deal with this. Either they, they, they just say, look, I can't even think about it. Uh, and then the third thing is obviously, uh, the, and I would say the majority of people will do that. I can't even, I can't deal with these feelings and I'm just going to ignore it. It'll go away after a while. I'll, 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 it won't bother me. The other one is, is um, um, going the opposite way and saying, oh, we need to really wall these people off and, and sequester them and do more, uh, get rid of civil liberties and take guns away or add more guns or increase the police force, or, <laughs> you know, make the FBI challenge people, whatever it is. So there's, there's a lot of mess that goes on with something like this happening. And I want it to be, you know, I'd like it to be for, for humanity, the whole dang planet, uh, uh, a lightning rod again for discussion. You know, this is just not a couple of jerky kids from uh, a, another country setting off a bomb 
bomb and hurting people. Yeah, that was that was intense. I mean, it was ridiculous uh, at the Boston Marathon. Uh, this is somebody intentionally. I mean, going in and, and targeting a specific uh, group with with you know weapons and picking them off like you know fish in a barrel. Um, insane. I mean, this is, it's, it's not a, like you were talking earlier about post and run versus having a discussion. This, this person didn't just post mm -hmm. and run. He kept posting and posting, mm -hmm. posting. And you talk about the hate that's involved and the message they're trying to say is, you know, there's, there's two sides is what the message is. And there really isn't. And that's what I really want people to walk away from this. I want to get your head out of the sand for people feel this feel the pain of this as if it were your child in that in that nightclub that's what i want you to feel and i'll get goosebumps um if you put yourself or your nephew or your uncle or your brother or your mother or your whatever somebody you know was in there maybe they got killed maybe they got hurt maybe they ran out put yourself in that position and see how you feel now and see what you see what empathy you might have for other people and for the shooter. I mean, there's something going on here that needs to be addressed on a global scale. And I will tell you, forget about politics, a Trump kind of guy is not the answer. That's going back. It's going back to medieval times and beyond to say we need more walls, moats, drawbridges, uh, weapons, uh, and, and uh, isolation. Look, and... You can isolate people mm -hmm. by using your mouse and your keyboard warrior fingers and, you know, by sharing even. Um, and, and, and that's just not productive. So I appreciate you sharing, Cliff. Appreciate you uh, voicing because you know how much I respect you and I respect people that have an opinion because uh, at least we're talking about it. And not just about politics, but about communication and you know why this conversation we have today matters. Not that all the other marketing therapies don't matter. I'm just saying this conversation in particular is very relevant, very important to have because like, you know, like we're seeing, we, we now see the, the news on social media first and then the TV, which could be an incorrect source. And, and now, you know, Leon, that, that was, you know, a great message. The TV is discovering and and exactly, Fran, teaching moment. This is a teaching moment. But the television, like a lot of our local stations, their shows that are going on mid-morning are based mm -hmm. on what they're seeing on Twitter and Facebook. Like all they all the show is is like pull content from social media and reporting that. Mm -hmm. So how much more important is it to watch what we say and to make sure that we're informed enough to where we feel confident about what, you know, what we're saying? Because you'll mm. be on the news. I've been on the news a million times, right? Like, do you feel comfortable that if you post something, even if you're supposedly like private, um, that it could appear online? That's why I don't post. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you don't even read my stuff, or you would have known about this sooner. <laughs> no, I don't read. I don't even know Orlando. I don't know what do you think happened for like many, many, many hours, almost a half a day. I'm like, what? Wow. Why do you think I was MIA? I had to like, I mean, that screwed up my entire Sunday plans because I had to sit there and create custom graphics and custom messages that were geared towards the the, the values and and you know feelings of each business owner. Um, I could not just create the same graphic for everybody because that would have been right bad news. I get it. 
It's just I was taking a kind of a, a digital break, and that was on that day. All right, I'll mm, pop out, let you awesome. ladies finish up. Pleasure Thank being you. here. Thanks, Cliff. Thanks for joining, Cliff. If you're not following the mayor of Blab, everyone, follow please the mayor of Blab. Please do so, and then follow. Uh, make sure you're following Q and uh, some of the other people here. Um, we're getting good information that you're probably not going to find other places because people are not old enough to do it. And um, we need to learn. We need to, we, there's a responsibility that goes with social media. And we're talking about that today. Absolutely. Yeah. I appreciate the, uh, the opportunity, ladies, to, you know, these ladies trust me. Uh, yeah, the mayor of everything, Cliff. <laughs> Um, these ladies trust me to, to, to kind of, I don't, I don't have to get approval for my, uh, my topics. I just kind of throw everything out there and um, hopefully this wasn't too strong or, or, or too intent. I felt like you said, no one's talking this aspect of it, about of the it. results yes. of everyone who, you know, voiced their opinion. And it's so interesting that I think if you took out the LGBT component of that, of the shooting, I, I I know for a fact the conversation would have been different. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and that's a shame, right? And, and um, you know, I actually found out that it was Latino night at yes. that club. So, so now we got Latino, LGBT, FBI issues, gun control problems, border issues. I mean, that's, that's crazy. Oh, and so... Perfect storm. Perfect. And then... Yeah. Thing is, the the media is going to keep spinning until something else comes up. They're going to keep spinning this just because they need ratings. Like I believe it was um, uh, Leon said, they're looking for ratings. The, the, what is the, the the currency of the day? Is attention. So if they can keep it spinning and keep you looking. They're going to do that. Well, Terry said uh, content laziness. So they just—it's an easy target, if you will. You know what I mean, Q? They didn't just—and yeah. um, I know a guy who works in television here in Sacramento, and his um, news director told him to go and find a story, and you know, use his social media to go find stories because the trucks and stuff were not getting there fast, fast enough. Well, mm -hmm. I, I honestly, I'm very, I've been very tied into our local media for, I don't know, six, seven years now to the point where um, I have a, my own hashtag. It's Q citizen reporter. And so literally these journalists would follow me and because like, I'm always out and about. And if I find an accident or something that had a fire, um, I literally, they will, they will like send trucks. And then like half the time I wouldn't even get credit, but you know, they do this kind of activity with other networks. So they, they copy other networks mm -hmm. and then they, um, you know, have to make it their own. So they, they you know, they, they kind of spin it in such a way. And the problem with that is that, you know, number one, we don't exactly know, um, you know, how they really feel about stuff, but, um, I don't know. It's, it's just not, it's not productive. So then what it turns out is like, it's the same message across all, all the TV networks and platforms. Now it's just about who would you rather talk to or who would you rather hear the message from? Yes. Who's the, who's the delivery person? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And nobody's come uh -huh. up with being original. 
So, um, Q, you can, um, if you have anything else that you'd like to add, we normally would cut it off here at 11 o'clock to let everybody go back to work. But because but of the nature of interesting situation, um, if we, you know, people need to continue the conversation, that's your call. No, yeah, I, absolutely. I, um, you know, I'm available. My, my DMs are open on Twitter. Um, I'm probably gonna, this, this conversation has inspired me to, to, to do another video. Um, I might do something on Periscope in a okay. little bit, okay. um, today and, and possibly YouTube, um, because of the reactions of, of this type of conversation. And, um, on Periscope, it's a one way, one way communication. And I just, I, I need to get this out there because, uh -huh. um, you know, I, I was very strong about my stance on this on Facebook, but because people can misinterpret words, you know, as, as, a, as a communicator, you need to make sure that people are understanding, you know, your message in the way you intend it, even if it means you got to say it four different ways, four different times, yeah. eight different times, it doesn't matter. You have to make sure that people understand where you're going with this. So in an effort to do that, I'm I'm not trying to beat a dead horse. I'm just trying to say, people, be careful. You know, uh, these ladies are focused on making sure you have the tools to, to you know, grow, scale, and sustain your business. And uh, I'm one of their tools in their tool belt. And and here for you guys as well, because that's what marketing therapy is about, to, um, you know, inspire real and effective communication, because communication is a weapon. It's good. It's bad. It can get ugly. And we had an instance of ugly communication. And, and that's what we were talking about today. So I, I'm accessible, approachable, find me everywhere. Cue the brand um, here every Monday with these lovely ladies. So again, thank you. And um, I appreciate you every, everyone being here. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, be sure to follow Q, follow other people here. This is our, this is our place on Mondays. And we'll be back next Monday. Tomorrow we'll be talking about uh, making connections. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and it may, it may spill over. Who knows? Because it's still the same thing. We need mm -hmm. to talk. We, we really need social media is social. And so um, more than just, uh, more than just the, uh, the words, we need to have the actions that go with it. So thank you again for tuning in. We will be back tomorrow. Follow Q, reach out to her with questions, especially if you got to make a comment on your own post for your brand. You probably want to talk to her before you open up and start talking. <laughs> yeah. I, I could be your filter, even though it seems like I don't have one. <laughs> I'm really good at helping other people with their filter. Um, so yes, um, please, uh, you know, follow these ladies too. They have great information. They're here every single day at 10 a.m. Monday through Friday, I should say. Um, and if yes. you have a question about communication, messaging, branding, mm. business, all that, please, you know, if you want to suggest topics, I mean, I always have stuff to talk about, yes. but if there's something you particularly want to hear and want to inspire the conversation, uh, please reach out to any one of us. Yes, we all are on Twitter. You can leave a message in the chat. We will review them and, and we will put together. This is for you all. So yes, there you go. Give what they want. Thanks, everyone. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. We'll talk to you. Absolutely. Good. <laughs> And I, I actually, I will, Bye. I'm sorry. I will, I will turn on a blab after show just to see if anyone wants to come in. If not, okay. I'll shut down.
cool. a couple minutes. Um, and actually, if you stay, like, hang on for two seconds, I'll put it in the chat. Okay. Cool. Um, Sounds good. Thank you so much. Yeah. Sorry. It's. I. I feel like I like dropped no, no, dropped okay, something, because... and now people are like, "Well, wait." Um. <laughs> okay. Thank you for the reminder. Um, we end the recording, um, then she can continue, right? Yeah, pretty much. And.